It's beefy, baby. My name is Luke Hodson. Alex Morrison. You ready? I'm ready. It's a movie podcast. Let's get it. Grease soaked mess. It's a movie podcast. Rated PG 13. Your mom didn't make that casserole. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. I'm personally sorry. <laughs> it's been such a long time. And it's been all your fault, Alex. Yeah, probably though. I've been I listen, I my only explanation is um yeah, so welcome to uh, an episode of the Bucket of welcome Beef Show. To Chicken Tender Club. Yeah. I'm happy to see you guys back. Yeah, I'm Honey Mustard. My name is Dippin' Doggy. <laughs> I'm Dippin' Doggy. You're Dippin'... What does Dippin' Doggy taste like? No, I'm the Dippin' Doggy. You're the Dippin' I'm Doggy. The, yeah. You're like the uh, you're like the mascot. Yeah. Okay. Dippin' Doggy. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, for real, though, my name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hodson. And we're back with an episode after a month. Yes. I mean, th- there's reasons behind it. I I, I was out on a, a little contract, came back and settled back in. Yeah. Personal things, work things. Lots know. of work things. Exactly. Very busy with busy work. Busy boys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got to update you guys. Um, so Samuel Court, for one, is like 60 to 70% done with the entire process of uh, a pilot episode post production. Yeah, we're in post production for it. Um and it's it looks really good. It sounds really good. It's funny. And for those of us uh, for those of you guys that know us, you'll be like, "Wow, this is actually really entertaining and fun and stuff." I think. What do you think? I think it's grand. <laughs> it's it, I'm excited for people to check it out yeah. to see what we've been working on. Uh and I'm very proud of the team that uh they put it all together. So proud of the team. Yeah. It was all a group effort. It was really lovely. Very much so. Um, yeah. Dwight has been back a lot recently, which has been I've very only fun. seen him once. Yes. Since he came yeah. back, which was uh, like l- last night slash today. Yeah. The boy's here for a few days. It was really funny because I was asleep when he came in. and Do people know who Dwight is? Have we talked about Dwight that often on the pod? I don't know if we've talked about Dwight often. Dwight's one of our wonderful patrons. One of our wonderful patrons. Uh, we... My original roommate in New York. Yes, and we all went to college together. And uh, he is always doing cool stuff. He's the most active human being I know. Um, doing the Book of Mormon tour right now. Yeah, and he is back with us to celebrate Thanksgiving. We did Halloween. We had a Halloween party, um, but couldn't do a podcast. Um <laughs> It's too much, too much. Where me and Luke were both pirates. We were both pirates. Alex was a better pirate than I. I, I spent a lot of money on a Halloween costume when I shouldn't have. How much did you spend? I spent like $90 on that costume. Ooh. Big well, expensive. I spent $100 on a big old goose poster that says, uh, <laughs> what does it say again? <laughs> pathetic. Pathetic. Uh, it's a duck from the lowest angle humanly possible, <laughs> and it just says pathetic. <laughs> I like it. I. It's going to be motivational, I feel like, for both of us. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I know we promised Nightmare on Elm Street. We did promise Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, when? When our last poll that we did. Oh, so long ago. Yeah, and I forgot. So now, uh... We... I, I have watched Nightmare on Elm Street. I can just talk about it without you. 
I can, let's just do a quick, I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Let's just do like a two, in fact, let me set a 60 second timer for both of us. Let's talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And, and that way we still made our promise and uh, it, it worked out well. And we'll essentially have a three movie podcast. <laughs> the first one we've ever done. Okay, you ready? I'm putting 60 seconds on the clock. And we're just going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. You're going to talk for 60 seconds. I'm going to talk about it for 60 seconds. Okay. But in the 60 seconds, you have to have your beef score and you're just like at a 10 score. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. One, two, three, go. Right. Fire, fear, dreams. These are the things that inhabit this film. Uh, from the twisted mind of Wes Craven comes a real old wrinkly burnt guy who don't <laughs> like kids. But he does. He likes hanging out with them, but in, he in a murderous way. Um, good movie. Uh, real interesting uh, use of practical effects in this one, especially given the time. I thought it was a good spook. It lays the groundwork for, for more things to come. Uh, overall beef score, I think if you haven't seen it before, check it out. It's like a, it's like a local hamburger spot that's been around for decades. Mm. And doesn't necessarily get better with age, but it's still admirable. Um, I'll give it a 7.2 out of 10. Mm. And I still have four seconds left. Five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second. And time. Incredible. I like it. Okay. Can you do mine? No. Okay. I'm going to give you five minutes. Go. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street is a lovely horror film. Uh, I, I remember Johnny Depp, a couple other folks in it. Uh, I love that it pokes at a very primal fear. Um, just going to sleep and trying to stop yourself from sleeping. Those are some of the best horror movies around. Um, the concept of Freddy Krueger uh, hunting these children is uh, really traumatizing and a uh, true horror uh, staple, a classic, a uh, very lovely, lovely horror film. Again, like Luke said, practical effects are awesome. Um, I am going to give this movie um, a, like like a, a very salty hamburger. Like you have to work through a lot of this, uh, a lot of that uh, salty, um, actual fear based thing to like really find because it is also kind of comedic in a lot of ways. Um, I am going to give this an eight out of ten. I'll always recommend it around um, the Halloween season. Uh, I love watching it. I love it. Love it. Love it. And I have five, four, three, two. One and done. Wow. Wow. Remarkable, Alex. I don't think anyone's ever done a faster review of a movie. Mm-mm. No. I'm sure no one no one ever. All right, do you have question of the day? Question of the day? Yeah. How hydrated are you, Alex? Currently 0% hydrated. 0%. I am I feel so dry. Yeah, I feel also very dry. Um, can I ask the Tarzan thing again? Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay. And you know what? If you guys have a good answer to this question, like Luke Luke looked up some stuff. Like it, it's it's always really fun asking this shit. And I saw this as a Twitter thing and it was like, Do you think Tarzan lost his virginity to Jane or do you think he was out here clapping gorilla cheeks? And go. Well, so we had talked about this on the street because we're cultured. <laughs> you know? Um and I discovered that gorillas do not mate for life. They have multiple partners throughout their lives. The polyamorous gorillas. Polyamorous gorillas. Polyamorous primates. Yes, they are. Well, so I think this is one of the questions, too, because I'm imagining that, like, gorilla society has, like, you have the silverback, and the silverback's, like, like, is, is the silverback the only one that's fucking? Like. Or are they all fucking? Or all the guys fucking? I think all the guys are fucking. Okay, well, if that's the case, if all the guys are fucking, 
with Tarzan believing that he is basically a gorilla until other humans show up, he probably did sleep with another gorilla. You also have to think of Turk. Remember Turk? His like Turk's the kid, right? Yeah, the other one, the other monkey. Yeah. And I just feel like he'd be like, come on, playboy. You got to get in there. Oh, man. And Tarzan's like, well, I don't know. I don't want to think about Turk that way. <laughs> but, like, I feel like Turk's Turk just is, a little Turk guy, Turk is low-key like that, Also, honestly. is Turk supposed to be, like, his childhood friend? Yeah, yeah. But Turk's little. Yeah, yeah. So Turk's just, like, this stunted, like, 22-year-old gorilla <laughs> that never got to grow up? I think he's still in the process of growing up. Yeah, but most gorillas, like, reach maturity at, like... Eight years old or something, right? I I don't know. That's Let's a really see. good question because it's it's him, Turk, and then the little elephant. No, but you're right though because the elephant grows up at the end of the movie. I don't know. So I have no idea. It, a, a ten to fifteen year old gorilla is considered an a, like a full adult gorilla. Okay. All right. Yeah, Turk has a growing problem. Yeah, something's wrong with Turk. That's okay though. We still love Turk. That's why he's such a shit talker, though. He's small. He has. He's kind of like Kevin. That Hart. is true. You gotta stay. Like... You gotta stay scrappy. <laughs> you know. He probably has a great set. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, man. So I think probably yes. You think yes? I think probably yes. Okay. Yes. And I hope the world never comes to find out. Yeah, me too. I'm sure Jane asked that question though. You think you know? so? You think you don't think she was too shy to ask? No, I'm sure Jane asked. She's an explorer. She has to know. It has then, to be almost an immediate. Thought. But then she's like okay with it. Yeah, has to be. Um, okay, so we wa- we watched we watched the Amazing Spider-Man two, and we watched a movie called Spirited. No, that gonna, Alex really really likes. I love Spirited a lot. Um, do you have a preference of what we start with? No. Okay. Want to flip a coin? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Do you have a coin? No. Do you? Pick up that penny right there. Where's her penny? Oh, There's I didn't even see the penny. penny just right here. I have so much loose change just strewn about my desk. All right. Heads is... Call it. Is going to be spirited. Heads is spirited. Tails. I was hoping that would be the case. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Starring Andrew Garfield, Jamie Foxx. Emma Stone. Yep. And Lucas something? No. Dane DeHaan. Dane DeHaan. Double D. Double D, Dane DeHaan. Sally Fields, uh, uh, Dennis, Dennis, what's his name? The Menace. No, the the the, the dad Quaid? is like a ghost. No, not Dennis Quaid, but the guy is a ghost. Okay. Let's see. Gotta fill the void with silence while Luke is looking this up. Exactly. Looking up the cast, cast, cast. Man. Oh my God. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Okay, cool. All right. All right, really quick. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a door opening break because our <laughs> our cat is gonna be screaming to get in. Hopefully he'll chill out once he's inside, but he probably won't. Yeah. This is the first ever uh, bucket of beef show podcast uh, where we've actively had an animal. Is it? it that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Well, I mean, the cat's is that been not ar- true? I mean, the cat's been around, but usually the cat's been pretty quiet. But I feel like we're slash that... been kept in Jack's room. Yeah. Um, so... I missed out on so much time with this little cat while I was in, in Medora, North Dakota. And we do love this cat. I know. Um, synopsis time? Do you want to do the synopsis for this, or do you want to do the synopsis for Spirited? I think you should do the synopsis for, for, uh, this. For this? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. After the events of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, where everyone was turned into lizards by Dr. Amazing Spider-Man 1. Oh, The Amazing Spider-Man 1. 
Uh, everyone was turned to lizards by Dr. Kirk Connors. Spider-Man saves the day and uh, accidentally, inadvertently kills her, his girlfriend's dad. <laughs> um, yeah, he doesn't him. kill. He doesn't kill Gwen's dad. Inadvertently, Lizard kills Gwen's dad. Yes, but Spider-Man could have stopped it. Well, that doesn't make him responsible. Kind of does. We though. fundamentally disagree. He has great. He's not. He, he has great falls. power. A great responsibility would have been saving his. Wow, you know? <laughs> you're brutal. Yeah. Um. So I just realized my ass is hanging out of the back of the seat. Cute. Anyway. <laughs> uh. So uh, we open up the Amazing Spider-Man two. Peter's still madly in love with Gwen, but is in turmoil over the fact that uh, Gwen's dad said keep Gwen out of it. Yes. Uh, we also have Max Dillon played by uh, uh, Jamie Fox, who turns into Electro and Electro. wants wants to get a power grid. <laughs> but you know he designed the power grid. Yeah, but he wants it back. And we have the introduction of Harry Osborn, who is. One of Peter Parker's oldest friends, and who has... they don't really talk about at all in the first movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, has the same disease as Norman Osborn, where he will die if he can't figure out how to fix his disease. But his is accelerating rapidly. Rapid acceleration. Unlike his like sixty-five-year-old father. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that's. Are you get out of my butt, dude? The cat's going crazy in here. We may have to remove. Remove the kitty. But we'll see. I believe in him right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's without really giving going into anything, but yeah, I think that's the synopsis for the. What did you think of Rhino in this movie? Oh yeah, uh, Paul Giamatti is an American treasure. I will say that off rip. However, not his movie. This no. is not his, Mm-mm. and this has nothing to do with the Rhino. Um, but the intro with him is really fucking fun and exciting. I think uh, this is like I said, Andrew Garfield is the best. Peter Parker and Spider-Man and this movie he was like I feel like he found his rhythm and his comfort in that you know sometimes the accent went went a little overboard way too far way too far that is the question that's the question that's the question nothing but a nothing but a an old suitcase full of dreams yeah an old suit, yeah an old more... suit, a whole box of nothing <laughs> yeah yeah it really came out thick sometimes it did it didn't make a lot of sense because it didn't happen all the time, and it never happened in the first movie. No, it was so weird. It was so weird. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this movie, we can't go beat by beat, but we can go section by section. I'm down. Yeah. Um, so we do have the beginning where he's graduating from high school. Um, and they do look like high school kids. I really I really was like... Ish, yeah. Ish, yeah. But at that point, they were both like 30, right? That's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's nuts. Um, and there's a whole chase where they're chasing down some what? Oh no no no! We didn't even talk about the the parent shit. That's oh, what yes. opens this movie. Yeah, where like the dad is uh, trying to run away from people. That's evil, the thing this movie doesn't do people. well. It's like he, you're really just questioning for two movies. What the fuck happened to his parents? Yeah, you know. And they're just like, we don't know either. <laughs> but what if we showed this? <laughs> but they do know more about the parents in the second movie. Yeah, but I mean, like, halfway through, there's a secret tunnel and subway station. The D-Train, baby. Yeah, the D-Train. The D-Train to destiny. Where his parents kind of die in a car, not a car crash, a fucking plane crash. Yes. At the beginning. They're fighting for their lives. There's an assassin that goes on board the plane. Kills the pilot. Yeah, kills the pilot. He's like, I'm going to kill the pilot and make it seem like a plane crash. 
it was so he made it so obvious too that he did that because he like walked out and talked to richard parker but he had blood all over his hands and just starts washing his hands yeah i'm like are you trying to keep this a secret yeah he, he did a bad job he could have worn gloves didn't wear gloves no Mm-mm. ridiculous he's really smug about the whole thing really he really did not seem like a professional no it seemed like he had a personal vendetta against against the parkers yeah it seemed remarkably personal just like what if it had like nothing to do with the with like the video that so basically richard parker's trying to like upload the like something you don't know what it is yet yeah and this guy's like trying to kill them slash like trying to stop them from uploading this stuff it really feels like a personal vendetta it's like the spider venom stuff right yeah yeah mm-hmm. and that video like explaining things which like doesn't really explain anything he's like oscorp made me work with governments yeah. <laughs> we're being, we did things we did things with government <laughs> and it's supposed to be like this really big like like let's take a look behind the curtain but it really feels like kind of like a shitty white house press secretary it does yeah it's like but i guess i guess the whole point of it though was like he made the video to be like oh like Oscorp fucking sucks, so I used my DNA, so you can't really access the full properties of these spiders unless you have Which, my like, DNA. Which, like, why, in who you. is that intended for if it's not just for his family members? Yeah, yeah. Like, why would he want, why, first off, why would he want to tell, let Oscorp know that? Yeah, because they would immediately go after his like, fucking son. Like, what, what is the benefit to, like, sharing that information with the world? With anybody. With anyone There's at all. Zero. Because he's, like, trying to keep his son safe. That's why they go. And then he's like, oh, actually, I'm dead now. My son is the only person you can get it from. So. Yeah. So, so good luck, Pete. <laughs> he's like, I'll be dead. Yeah, literally. Um, so Crazy. This, this is kind of one of those movies where, like, it is fun. But, like, the more you, like, actually think about some stuff, it's like, huh. What's really going on here? What's really going on? What's under the curtain? Huh? Yeah. Who are these governments? They show the vulture wings and the Doc Ock arms, and I'm like... They do. They just hand Big these out. Tees. Their goal is just to hand them out, I think. Yeah. They're not... No one is responsible for making them, really. It's all Oscorp. It's not like Doc Ock is like, oh, these are my arms. It's like, they're going to hand this to someone named Dr. Octavius and be like, you can have arms, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, boy, oh boy. He's like, wowzers. <laughs> it's like Christmas Day. Yeah. Um. So... Then there's a big plutonium chase, very Spider-Man-esque, and he keeps seeing Dennis Leary everywhere he looks because he feels guilty. Dennis that Leary he's... is the cop father who died. Yes, and he's feeling so guilty that he's dicking down Gwen and being Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes and graduates, and then he breaks up with Gwen because he feels guilty, which is fair. And she's like, you keep doing this. And she goes, you know, no, 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 I'm breaking up with you. I break up with you. That's not how the story She reclaims goes. her I power. break up with you. And it's all serious and sad. And then it's like, uh, then it's, what kind of, okay, the music in this. Mm-hmm. Did you like it more or less than the music in the first one? I noticed it more than in the first one. Yeah. I, I, know, I was never like, this is incredible music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kept it was bringing good. up like, the, uh, it definitely fit the vibe. I love sure. the electro theme. I love the electro yeah. theme. Like the little whispers. Yeah, Alex kept talking about it. He's like, wait till you hear the electro theme. Wait till you hear the electro theme. He's like, he lied to me. He lied to me. He lied to me. He lied to me. And you're like, okay, I like it, though. Um, <laughs> we also do meet Max Dillon in the first fight scene, and that's when he becomes, like, weird obsessive with Spider-Man. Yes, good old Max Dillon, who becomes Electro, played by Jamie Foxx. How do you like him pre-Electro? I, it's fine. 
It's like kind of cartoonish. It is cartoonish. It's I like actually very cartoonish. I like it a lot. I think it's it's just so it's it's kitschy in a really fun. Like, when when he's like in his apartment and he's like setting up all these things that Spider Man did for his birthday. Yeah, he's like got I me love a cake. That. That's what it's these small kindnesses. And he he gives Spider Man like this sexy voice, and I love that. He's like, "You're welcome, Max. Thanks. You're my you're my best friend." <laughs> I'm like, bro. Let's kiss and Dumbo later. <laughs> yeah, let's kiss and Dumbo later. Um, so Electro falls, in, or Max Dillon falls into a vat of electric eels, and he his teeth go back to being straight, and he turns very That blue. part's hilarious. It is really funny. Turns blue, Electro, boom. Eel-powered. Eel-powered, yeah. Um, Peter, at what point does Peter get back with Gwen? Because it's pretty quickly, right? Um... Because Electro appears for the first time in Times Square, and then they're like, they have that cute little date, and they try to set ground rules. Like, okay, you can't be cute because you, when you laugh, it's cute. When you blink, it's cute. When you <laughs> wipe your nose, it's cute. Just shut up and kiss me already. <laughs> um, so goofy. Yeah, they're just like incessantly horny for each other at all times. It's honestly pretty cool. I remember the days. It's cute. I remember the days. You remember yeah. those days? Incessant horniness? <sighs> are you still there? I don't know. <laughs> I definitely am not still there. I have moments. I feel like I hit 25. I kind of like, wish I was still there. Yeah. But I'm not. You know what's crazy? I have like three days out of the month where I it's, it's I can't stop it. You can't just stop being horny? I can't. Three days out of the month. Always. There you go. It's always like it's always like the last week of the month. Like you got a cycle. Men have cycles too. I know they're much, much less intense. But but they feel it feels more, it feels more at the forefront now because in general, since like puberty, I'm just less that dude. You're just old. Yeah, I'm getting old. That's um, the question. <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> I don't do complicated. Let's talk about that. So what does that mean? Alex, to the people that may have forgotten parts of this movie or haven't yes, seen yeah, this yeah. movie. So uh, we find out also very early in the movie that Norman Osborn has this disgusting disease where his fingers are all long knife nails. Yeah, and he's he, all scaly like, basically it's like you're a witch disease. I can't like, stand scaly things in these movies. There's a lot bro. of scaly things in, I in these movies. I hate it. I hate when human flesh has fucking reptile scales. Oscorp is just doing a lot of... A lot of ribbit activities out here. <laughs> ribbit activities. Yeah. I agree. It's too ribbity, bro. Yeah, dude. Um, but he, like... <laughs> you, you just go into Norman Osborn's office, just, like, frog music. <laughs> like, some some, some swampy slappers. <laughs> um, and so, he like, Harry goes and sees Norman, and he's like, You got me scotch on my 60th birthday. You fucking suck, Dad. I fucking hate you. And he's like, well, joke's on you, motherfucker. You're dying just like me. That is so true. fast. He's like, you, I was like, you gotta make, he's like, you gotta make something of yourself, kid. <laughs> you ain't shit. You ain't fucking shit. You've been shit. nothing but a disappointment, by the way. Bye. <laughs> and by the way, my disease accelerates faster in your body, you fucking moron. Yeah, literally. He's like, has your hand started twitching yet? Has it? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really no help at all. No, 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 no. Um, so Norman Osborn dies and Peter watches it on the news and he goes to see Harry. Mm -hmm. And Harry's in this big meeting and all these, uh, all these big, mean, whitey board members are like, <laughs> you're not shit, Harry Osborn. You're just a little dumb, dumb 19 year old. And then Harry's like, well, whose name's on the tower? <laughs> you call me Mr. Osborne. Yeah, you yeah, it's Mr. Osborne actually. 
you piece of fucking yeah. shit. Hey, my uh, my father's assistant, she's the co-head of the company now, <laughs> basically. Um, and she seems like she's good at her job. Who's that's but, actually Black Cat, so she's like in disguise. Oh, Felicia. Felicia, you're you're the boss now. You sexy ass. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> um, so uh Peter visits Harry. And they become best friends again. They hadn't seen each other in 10 years. And they go on this walk in Dumbo. And it's just the weirdest... Are weird... they in Dumbo or are they in Fidei? They're in Dumbo. Yeah. They're in Dumbo. Yeah. And they go, they go and sit and they're like skipping rocks, having buddy talk. And Harry's like, so you have a girlfriend. Can we actually try this? Can we try it? We'll just the, <laughs> we do just a reenactment dialogue? of it. Let's just do a reenactment I, of Can it. I be Harry? Yeah, you can be Harry. Yeah. How does he start it? I can't... He's like, like, what's your love life like, Peter? Oh, it's kind of a situationship. I don't know. What do you What do you mean? Uh, well, that's that's the question. That's the question. It's kind of complicated. <laughs> I don't do complicated. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, your dad died. You know, my dad had this this suit this briefcase. Have I told you about this briefcase? No. It's just a suitcase full of junk. Suitcase full of memories. Oh, man, that's my whole damn childhood aside from my $5 trillion fucking uh, bank account. <laughs> we'll know nothing about that. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a thing, too. Could be a, a spider, Spider-Man guy, woman. Honestly, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. He does say that we don't know. So. I think I've run my I've run my course on that one. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it, it's so funny talking about it because so much happens in this movie. There really is a lot. A it's just lot. go. It's so it's one of those movies where it's like so go 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 that you like don't have the time to be like, like if you're just going along with it. It's like just distracting enough for you to be like okay. Yeah. To yeah. like a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know? Because Gwen's getting ready to go to, go to what, Oxford? She's going to, yeah, she's, she's going, going to, to the London. UK. She's going to London. Um, Aunt May has a new job at the hospital. Yeah. I, I Let's talk about Aunt May for a second because I like the Aunt May in this version because she is the most, she feels like she's from Queens. Yes, she does. Yeah. Like she feels like she's an actual person from Queens. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Sally Fields was actually from Queens. Could be, could be correct. I would not be surprised. Um, but I do like this iteration, too, because she's also, like, the least clueless, and she's really trying to protect Peter with her secrets, too, you know? Hey, I know the cat's there, but we, we're doing this. I'm sorry. I'm absorbed with the cat. But I am listening. So the cat's playing with plastic. All right. It's time to move the cat. <laughs> time to move the cat. Yep. There he goes. You want to say something, Link? What do you have to say? Hopefully they hear that. Yeah. The Hopefully they purrs. hear the sweet purrs, that little engine revving. Um, so Luke took the cat. She, he's gone. He went bye-bye. I don't know how to do this podcast without him here. Also, this is the first podcast that we've been together in a long time. We usually do it over the phone, um, which is, like, okay. It's, like, weird having to look someone in the eyes like that. I'm not, like, the biggest fan. Sorry, just gab, gab, gabbing. Gab, gab, goobin. Yeah, but so, yeah, it's cool that Aunt May has her own secrets and she's like really trying to protect Peter, is where we were at. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't really, she she also doesn't really know anything about 
Pete's parents. It's all a mystery to her too, right? Yeah, she's like, like I mean, well, I mean, she's kind of like your dad was had like like left you here basically. Your dad left you here because he did some shit at Oscorp and that pissed me off mm. that he just left you here. Yeah. You know. Fair. She's like, "I've been here." She's like, "I'm I, she's like, "You are my left. son. You are my son." And that scene is actually really powerful where she's like really trying to hold back her tears. Yeah. And he's really there. He's like, "I know. I know." He's just like, but he's my dad. <laughs> for you. I like how he's never like, for you. I like how he's never really like, I miss mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Really? He's like, did I have a mom? His mom was just like a total like, like benzo alcoholic <laughs> piece of shit, apparently. She was just never there. Because he's never, he's never like, I miss mama. No. He's like, dad. Dad? Well, that also proves to me that he never got his father's approval when his dad was there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was a scientist. He was like, I don't... Like, it's so funny to me that... He's he's, like, his, his dad's like, I don't do complicated. <laughs> What's really funny is that this, this the scene where he's doing the video to explain that his DNA is the only thing that can unlock the, the spider venom or whatever. It's the same scene that takes place in the first film at the very beginning where Peter and him are playing hide and seek. So he wasn't actually playing hide and seek. He was like, Peter, go hide. And then he went downstairs just to make this science video. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so he just never really played games with his son. He just sent Peter on wild goose chases all the time. So he wouldn't be bothered <laughs> by fatherhood. I think that's hysterical. Um, Poor Peter. Yeah, so it comes down to it that Harry Osborn is like, I need Spider-Man's blood. And he goes to He's Peter. like, you know Spider-Man. You take his pictures, right? Which has never been talked about before in these movies. Yeah, there's just like a few times Peter's like, yeah, I can sell a few more pictures to the Bugle. Yeah, very much just out of it. Yeah. Um, and so, like, Peter's like, uh, I maybe Spider-Man, like, I don't know. That's a question. That's a question. <laughs> maybe I can get him in the questions. Spider-Man over here to talk to you. Bring Spider-Man. And then he shows up as Spider-Man with the same exact voice. No no attempt to make it any different. He's like, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Wait, you should do that. See, no. <laughs> Can you give me your blood? No. It's why? it's too dangerous. Why is it dangerous? It just could be. <laughs> I gotta go. You're a fraud, Spider-Man. <laughs> That's the best line in the movie. The best line in the movie is when, yeah, when Harry's like all fed up. Also, he's a chronic he throw, alcoholic. He throws his hands up in the air. Yeah, that is true. He is an alcoholic because of the scotch that his dad got <laughs> him on his 16th, 16th birthday. So I started drinking at 16. I never stopped. <laughs> That's your fault, Dad. It is kind of his fault. But yeah, I mean, like, I, I would remember 16. If someone handed me scotch, I'd be like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you're a fraud, Spider-Man. You're a fraud, Spider-Man. Uh, Gwen's about to go to London. Yeah, so she has some, she has some, uh, some interviews with Oxford. Also, what is this thing when Electro gets captured after the Times Square thing? He comes across this German doctor. Yeah. Who's just there to torture him. Who yeah. is this man? He just is a Nazi. He really He's is. just like, I, I survived, <laughs> Spider-Man. I will take all the electricity and shove it up my own ass. Maybe. And it will be glorious. I will get everything I need. Yeah, we don't really, we, we don't really know what experiments they're running on Electro. Nope. They're just like... Dunking him in water. Yeah. <laughs> Making him sleep and they just, they just like wake him up, monologue at him. They like 
they put more electricity into him for some reason. Yeah, really, or it he's have like any absorbing effect. the electricity. It shouldn't have any effect. He's like, you know, this place is made of electricity. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel it in my veins. And they're like, cool, we're gonna shock you with electricity. Yeah, I think it would have been fun if they just kept him in like a big old wooden box in the forest. That would be ideal. You know what yeah. I mean? He would never escape and do that kind of shit. No one said he's strong. No one no. said. You know what I mean? He just gets charged up. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, fucking, he escapes because, uh, uh, Harry Osborne is freaking yeah, out. Yeah, Harry Osborne, he's going on this whole quest. He's like, I gotta figure out what I, what was the whole plan of him? He, like, found, like, the secret room in Oscorp. Oh, and found, like, the files and everything. Yeah, and, and then, like, there's a secret room with maybe spider venom. Yeah, and then the CEO, the, the guy that's trying to, like, supplant Harry is like, we blamed you on the, like the, your for the uh, lizard incident for the lizard incident it was a child's fault <laughs> and that child is no is not fit to run this company there, he's like you son of a bitch <laughs> you got he's me. like you sealed the files no you sealed the files <laughs> and now i'm going to tell everyone that you sealed the file <laughs> it's like somehow not going to damage oscorp no, so he so he goes to Electro and he's like, "I need you," and Electro's like, "You need me," and then Electro well, escapes. Also, let's talk about how fucking he like shows up to this like Oscorp prison, and no one has been told that, or did they? Did they? No, know he goes that? to Ravencroft, but like the thing is, like he still showed up, and he's like, "I'm Harry Osborn," and they let him in, and they just let him in. Yeah, well, because Ravencroft works for Oscorp, right? I don't think so. I think Ravencroft is its own institution. I thought I could have sworn it was like a secret, a secret like dark site prison. For you know what though? It would it would be because they kept Max off the books for it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe either way, he beats the shit out of five guards. He does. <laughs> Little boy Harry Osborn. Uh-huh. Um, when he, he said it's he said it's goblin ghoul time. <laughs> it's goblin ghoul time. Um. So he goes to Electro and is like, "I need you." They escape. They go find the man who's now in charge of Oscorp, he's like, take me to the secret room, titled AKA Secret Room. Yeah. And he takes him down there. How do you know about that secret room? (laughs) It's a secret. He injects himself with venom, and he turns into the Green Goblin. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the worst looking fucking Green Goblin. It's so bad. The suit's cool. The suit and the glider are fine. Yeah, but his fucking... Teeth licking, long. I'm fine. Hair with, I'm fine I, with it. Nah, man, I'm not okay with I'm it. I'm fine that he just looks fucked up. If you have a comic accurate looking Spider Man, just give me the Green Goblin. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. It would have looked better with the first Amazing Spider Man suit. Like that yeah. pairing would have been beautiful. Yeah. Um. But so. Gwen is like, I got into Oxford. Peter's like, oh shit. And this I'll come is, to London with you. Yeah, I'll come to London with you because London needs a Spider-Man. They or haven't England, found, I guess. Yeah yeah, 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 They haven't found Jack the Ripper yet, so he's just like... Yeah, and she's like, oh my god, Peter, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to London, Peter. Uh, so then Electro attacks the power She's like, grid. I'm sure you're not going to go there and like break up with me because you feel guilty that you could be saving New York. And you can't swing on any tall building. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> um, Electro attacks the power grid. <gasps> and... He's like, all this power belongs to me. <laughs> um, he fights Electro. They beat Electro. Gwen is there. Mm-hmm. And her whole thing is Gwen's like, helpful. 
Gwen is helpful, and she's like, you know, you can't make my decisions for me. Like, I get it's dangerous, yeah. but you can't do it. Yeah. That bites her in the ass later. He hits, uh, does he hit Electro with a car? He's get, he, Someone's getting their ass kicked, and she like, what does she do? Well, she, she saves him somehow, and I can't remember how for some reason. Because she knows the specs to the grid, so she like goes into the control room and does something. She does. Oh, something. she overloads the system. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, like, just kills Electro. Yeah, kills Electro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you think it's over, whatever. They're like, we did a good job. And then you hear, ah, 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 It's just like a more like evil version of my normal laugh <laughs> i feel like if i was any comic book character i would be the green goblin i can see that yeah i can see it i'm feeling silly spider-man <laughs> you're a fraud i turned the h&m <laughs> building green spider-man i bombed the times square Hershey i swapped store. all what the larges with small spider-man <laughs> Um, but Green Goblin shows up and he turns around and he, he basically figures out that Peter is Spider-Man. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you, Gwen. <laughs> he yanks her up a building, they fight, and then Gwen falls to her death. How did you feel about that sequence? I really hate watching it. I thought it was very well done. Oh, like the fight. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Gwen. Well, the I, fight I and when Gwen falls, too. It's really pretty when the little spiderweb hand... Yeah, like it's going for it. But I don't like watching that fall. Like, and it's only—it's not because I—I I think it's bad. I just like it makes me sad. You don't like, I don't like hearing the splat. Yeah, her hitting her head like <laughs> I that. I don't like it. It's yeah. too quick, and it just like—it's just so. Ugh. And he's like, "When?" But the fight is cool with him trying to stop the gears with his foot. Yeah, and like strong as fuck. Yeah, it's like really cool. Um, and she hits the ground, man. And then, the thing that Andrew Garfield is so good at. I feel like I've seen him in so many scenes in my life for some reason where he's like mourning someone and like holding them as they're dying. Yeah. And he does the, him and Tom Holland do it really, really well where they're like, see, you're okay. You like, get up. Like there's a point where they both kind of are like, they Oh, lose like, their hope. Yeah. But like, there is a point where they're like, Oh, they're okay. They're actually okay. Yeah. And then they sit and stare for a second. They're like, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And Gwen dies. Big funeral. Yeah. Um, more rain, more black umbrellas. Yeah. Peter sits in the cemetery for five months. They make it seem. He's there for every season. It seems like he's there for, yeah, he's there for every season. Yeah. And there's no Spider-Man. And then Aunt May, as she's supposed to not know that he's Spider-Man, is like, wow, that Spider-Guy hasn't been around for a while. What do you think about that? <laughs> he's like, that's the question. <laughs> I don't do complicated. Yeah. So fucking funny. Um... And then this little boy that he saves early in the movie with a wind turbine. Like, the the rhino comes back out of He's nowhere. in a big suit now. Yeah, the rhino's in a big rhino suit. And this little boy that Spider-Man saves early in the movie comes out and he's like, I'm going to fuck you up, rhino. He just, just facing down. They really steal from, like, the, uh, the, um, like, the Tiananmen Square picture of the guy standing in front of a tank. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Which is so, so Very similar to that. Um, and he's like, oh, little boy, you're Spider-Man. You're going to do something? You're going to web me up? And Spider-Man And the kid's him. like, I am stoic. <laughs> I am brave. He's not saying a word. He's yeah. like, I'm going to fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, I do like it when Spider-Man shows up. And he's like, all right, Spider-Man, you I, got it. I got this, Spider-Man. Yeah, it's very yeah. cute. Thanks for your help, Spider-Man. Which really, the kid did buy some time. He did, yeah. Realistically, for him to get there. We also didn't really talk about uh, the secret subway uh, 
tunnel thing. What is there to talk about? I guess that's where he finds the video that was supposed to be broadcast to the world, but like didn't because yeah. the computer got closed. So he opens it up and it finishes loading. He's like, what's this? Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. what. He's the like, plan here are all about. the secrets. Which Peter would never By be able the way, to release I'm not anyway. Telling the secrets. He would never be able to. He releases that video and he's like, only my DNA can create spider people, basically. Yeah, and then they're like, huh, who's Richard Parker's son? Yeah. <laughs> what if Richard Parker was just like a total piece of shit and he had like, he was like, a, he was like an even crazier Nick Cannon. He's like a thousand children Damn. scattered around the around the globe. Damn. It leaves zero room for which was which would be my favorite thing ever is if they uh they did Miles Morales and Andrew Garfield was his Peter Parker. That would be great. But it takes the wind out of those sails, basically. Oh yeah, because no one else can be. Yeah. 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 But you know, I could I could see them trying to figure that out. Un- unless Richard Parker has a mixed son, they're brothers. <laughs> that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. <laughs> if Peter and Miles were brothers, someone in fucking in fucking Brooklyn. Yeah. That's it's why like, he's such like a an, dickhead. Like an East New York baddie. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Parker was out here playing. <laughs> he was a player. Um, but yeah. So I think that's like the whole movie for the most part. I, I do like... I don't hate how this movie ends. But I'm fine. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. I remember at the time, though, like the Rhino fights were like front and center in all the trailers. Uh, so everyone was like, oh, Rhino. Oh, Green Goblin. Oh, Electro. This, that, and the other thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Everyone was talking about, like, Sinister Six, Sinister Six. And yes. I was like, what is Sinister Six? And they're like, you don't know Sinister Six? Yeah. Not happening. And then I played the Spider-Man video game and I learned. Yeah. But I, I actually, the dialogue at the end is what I like the most. And he's like, he's like, oh, you're gonna come down here and face me, Spider-Man? He's like, you want me to come down there so you can kill me? He's like, yes, I do. And he's like, all right, I'll be right there. Damn, I miss New York. And I love it. It's just classic dialogue. Yeah. Nice Spider-Man dialogue. Yeah, you're a you're a fraud, Spider-Man. <laughs> um, very good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, what are final thoughts on this guy? I think it's an enjoyable superhero movie. It is. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, the acting, all of the actors in this movie are good. Yeah. Like sometimes the dialogue's like, what's going on? I know that like that uh, Dan DeHaan got like a lot of like hate for his like portrayal of Harry Osborn. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, very clearly just, like, what the movie was going for. Yeah. So yeah. I, like, I don't feel like it's fair to be, like... And, it like, it kind of worked, like, within the script, like, what he chose to do. Yeah. Slash, like, what was expected of him, like, was done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I honestly didn't really have a problem with, it, like, his version of the Green Goblin. Like, I think it would have had more weight if, like, they had explored, like, the actual relationship between Harry and Peter... Before Pete, like Harry, became the Green Goblin. Yeah, the Green Goblin though is supposed to have so much room to breathe. Like that—that's—that's that's my only thing with it. G- yeah. Give him room to breathe. You shouldn't know that it's Harry. Yeah. You shouldn't know. Yeah. Like I would even get if like they didn't know who he was, and he's like, "Oh, Peter," and he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I totally agree. Um. I, yeah. My, my final thoughts are this. I fucking I love this movie took a lot of swings haha <laughs> um Ooh. in terms of being comic accurate like a lot of this stuff is comic accurate um should it have taken the time to like you should have taken the time to do a third one do the green goblin a little bit differently but they they did the death of gwen stacy and that's really cool yeah 
accurate Spider-Man costume. I love Jamie Foxx in this. I love him pre-Electro. I love him while he's Electro. Um, yeah, Electro's not a bad villain in this. No, no. I think this. I think the second one, the second movie is more entertaining than the first one. Yeah. Well, because you know the first one, it was like they were trying to really go for realism. Yeah. Just in like the way that he swings his costume, this, that, and the other thing. Like, like I, they were definitely going for that in this one. They were like, okay, we can we can take a broader swing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because this was right at the turn of, I think the second one came out when the first Avengers came out, maybe a couple oh, years. Oh, really? At, yeah, and it was like, it, it was right when you were getting more comic accurate everything, as opposed to like that, like, like late 2008 2009 superhero thing where like they're just all in leather trying to be the cool version of what they actually are yeah but just give give it what it is people like it as it is yeah very and true i i think i think they really swung and did a good job they really swung swung oh they really web swung brother really web swung brother. um so yeah no uh i will give this um man in terms of meat i was even thinking about meat mm. don't they go to a thai place Oh, uh, they're supposed to meet up for dim sum. Okay. Dim sum. What kind of, what beef dish? What? Uh, beef dim sum, is that a thing? Yeah, but like what kind? I, I, can you help me? I no. Don't, okay. I'm just going to say beef dim sum, and I'm just going to leave the mystery up to, up to, the, the mystery aspect is his parents, <laughs> and that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, and then I will settle this guy, and I, last time we did an episode, you were like, you're really dogging on these movies. And I was like, damn, I really sat with that. And I was like, you're Oh, right. well, it's okay to dog on the movies. Yeah, but I don't want to dog. People work hard on these things. I know. Um, None of anything of what we're saying is like, we don't think that the people that worked on this deserve to keep working on yeah, what they no, no, love no, no, to no. do. We are both performers, too. <laughs> like, it's just, this is just what we enjoy. Just personal, personal opinion. Yeah. General thoughts. And honestly, like, what's good about film is how imperfect so many films yeah. are for me it's, you know I mean? for me it's rewatchability yeah it will always and like i and like there are some movies that people are like this is the worst movie ever and i'm like i will rewatch this every exactly week until the day I die. yeah and it rates high in that way yeah i was um, talking to our roommate jack about this yesterday when we were like um i was like we should watch fan four stick that fan the, the fantastic fantastic four movie that like came out in 2015 out, yeah 2015 and i was like i was like a lot of people really don't like this movie i was like this is a pretty bad movie and he's like, what if I like it, though? And I'm like, it doesn't matter if you like it. Like, <laughs> you think I, like, personally care if, like, you like something that I don't think is good? Like, and that's a weird thing. Like, so many people are like, so many people are always like, oh, you like that thing? I think less of you, brother. Yeah. Like, why? Why? That For makes no reason? sense to me. It's um, always people at parties. You can't talk about movies that you like at parties. That's you true. You just can't do it. People yeah. are like, oh, man. People, people got, like, booze and other shit flowing through, and they're like, I'm a god. Your take is dog my, shit. My word is law. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Um, but So, so in, in that respect, out of 10, I'm going to give this, like, a, a, a straight 7, 7.1. Yeah. I love the actors. I, I I really like the comic bookiness of it. Some of the dialogue is off, but like I said, the actors really make this work. I love Sally Field. I think she's my favorite Aunt May. Yeah, she's great. Um, really good. Miss Marissa Mo, Marissa Tomei is my third, but I also don't think they really gave her the time to. Well, just she's also be just like May. a totally different Aunt May too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like single flirty Aunt May. Who, yeah. Who can handle that? Who, who doesn't care that Peter's Spider Man? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which is so odd. Mm -hmm. That's like such a recent... Th whatever, I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. 
Um, too many people know that Spider-Man is Spider-Man. That is true. In everything now. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's where I'm. 7.1. 7.1. What about you? 7.1. 7. Um, for my beef score, I'm going to give this like a... It's like a Beyond Burger. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like a little different. It like... No, maybe not Beyond Burger. I'll give it a, an Impossible Burger. Because Impossible Burgers taste more like beef. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like... It's good. It's like still like a... It's still a fucking cheeseburger. But people just are like, That's not a cheeseburger to me. <laughs> That's what this movie kind of is. It, yes, I agree You know what that. I mean? I agree with that. Yeah. Um, which I understand. Like, I understand that people are exceptionally, like, defen- defensive over, like, things that they love, whatever. Yeah. Um, but to me, still tastes pretty damn close to a burger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm also going to give it a 7-1. Okay. Tied wow. rankings. Tied rankings. Uh, it's, it's, it's fun. It's like, a, if you want to, like, watch, like, a superhero movie... That isn't like super, like a pre MCU superhero movie, when everything like didn't have like super similar formulas and it feels like its own kind of thing. Then it's fun. Do you feel like though, like how good of a time would you have watching this, having no knowledge of the first one? I would probably. It would probably be fine. I think. Like, would it be fine, or would you be like, what? Like, you know what I mean? I'd probably be like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, at certain points. Yeah. But they like they like cover the bases like really well of like the parents leaving and everything. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It like it makes enough sense for yeah. sure. It honestly, if anything, I would probably be like, oh shit! Like, I wish that I could have seen like Harry and Peter like being buds and shit before this. And I know that they talk in the movie. They're like, we haven't hung out since we were ten. Like all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but like especially like with them doing Oscorp stuff in the first movie. And them never talking about Harry, it then feels weird to, like, still be doing Oscorp stuff and then being like, oh, by the way, like, Harry and Peter are, like, best buds. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's just kind of weird to me. I gotcha. Um, yeah, so I'll give it that, I'll give it that score. Cool. Yeah. I like it. Oh, we're done with Amazing Spider-Man? Done with the Amazing Spider-Man. All right, cut to commercials. Hey there. You ever just walking down the street? And you wish that uh, you had six dollars. Are you are you asking me? Or is yeah, this do you, you ever, oh. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got the product for you. Okay. It's the six dollar magnet. All right. Six magnet. Six dollar magnet. Okay. You can use it uh, once a day, and it automatically pulls six dollars to the magnet. From where? No one knows. <laughs> okay. That's the whole commercial. That's the whole company. Yeah. No one knows. What's the name of it? $6 Magnet. Can you, do you have a catchphrase? It costs $60. <laughs> <laughs> it only has 10 uses. <laughs> no, you can use it forever. Okay. That's pretty, that's pretty $6 cool. $6 extra, $6 extra. What's the catchphrase? That's what we do call passive like a, income. Do you like a, a catchphrase for it? The $6 Magnet. Get your $6. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Thanks. Um... Okay. Do you I do you ever wish that you had a switch that would make you turn into a petri dish that when you flipped it on you're as good as gone and when it's off you have the ability to scoff. 
the the whole point in the this spoken word baby the whole yeah the whole point in this is i'm a pacifist <laughs> don't know why i'd ever use a fist you turn it on it makes you numb also makes you feel really dumb when you turn it off it's you you're back makes you feel like you don't want to crack this product is called the dumb switch and you install it into your into your into your spinal cord and really when you just want to turn off and not be a person you just turn that thing on and you go dumb you go you go nothing mode you go into the space between spaces in the dark where you cannot find the light <laughs> But when you turn it off, you're just like you're How back you to normal. Turn it back on if you just go dumb, dummy. <laughs> oh, someone has to do it you go for super you. Super dummy. You better hope you have someone that will so turn it's it just back like, off. So it's just like if you want to kill yourself. <laughs> no, you you're still there. Use the you dumb just switch. you just have nothing like on. Like it's just like you turn like you know how sometimes it we, sounds like dying. You know how you can go thoughtless sometimes. No. Oh. <laughs> like you just, just never think about anything? I have moments where I can really just look outside and it's off. Like there's not a single thought going through my brain. It's just static. Not even in like what you're looking at? Nope. <laughs> I can really turn that shit off. I can't. No. Maybe I need the dumb switch. You might need the dumb switch. Um, but I would like to like physically be able to like turn it on and off because sometimes it just comes and I'm like, oh, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. Oh yeah. So the dumb switch. I love it. Turn it off get, to come back alive. Get stupid with us. <laughs> get stupid with dumb switch. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> uh, g- give me a jingle. Give me a jingle. Give me a goddamn jingle. We're on the it's clock. The, it's the dumb switch. I just that's the jingle. No, we no, we need the outro to our to our commercial break. Me just... That's the commercial break. Thanks for coming. If you wanna buy the stuff, come to my house. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, gang. Movie number two, which we haven't done this. Do we want to do This is going to be a long one if you want to do. We'll do it for like 15 minutes. This is going to be like a two-hour It's podcast. not going to be a two-hour podcast. We're at six, 1,600 bars. We, do you even know how much time that is? It's probably like 50 minutes. But you know, at this point, if we keep talking about how long it's going to be, it's just going to be longer. That's, well, that sounds like this is what they signed up for. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to it, or I guess you don't have Did to. Did you guys miss us? <laughs> we haven't done a double pod in, in, since we started. I don't know how to much. do it. I don't know how to do the normal pod anymore. <laughs> I feel like I don't I think I got worse at doing the pod. Yeah, no shit. It's like a muscle. No, but like, even when we were consistently doing it, after like our sixth episode, I feel like I just got worse and you worse and plummeted. worse. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel it. Well, because I feel like some movies, though, some movies, and I've thought about this a lot, some movies we need the route of like going beat by beat, mm-hmm. and some movies you can just fucking go. Yeah, that's you know? true. And... I don't, I feel like we haven't figured out which which ones we can do what with because no. the ones the podcasts that are really good that me and you have done a lot of times are the ones that we do beat by beat but we never want to do beat by beat because it's like it's like just too much. That's fair. No, we kind of did it with this one, this the Amazing Spider Man two, but a lot of times it doesn't. I don't know. It's like very. It's a mixed bag. It is true. Yeah. Um. So spirited. Away. Sp- just spirited here. Like, not spirit with spirited the Spirited there. I'm, I would be shocked if anyone listening knew this movie, honestly. It's an Apple TV Plus movie. Who's, who's in it? Ryan, I didn't watch it. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. 
Who else? And Octavia Spencer. Yeah, I forget Octavia Spencer's in this movie. Octavia Spencer's wonderful in this movie. Yes, and Tracy Morgan. And then I feel really bad for not knowing the names of the other people, but they're there. Hello. Where's my phone? But you you got to do the synopsis for I it. I got to give a shout out to the to everyone. Um. Yeah, we also got a Sunita Mani. Who plays Christmas Past and this as well as Patrick Page. Patrick Page. Playing Jacob Marley, both of which are awesome. Also, Sunita Mani is so beautiful. So beautiful. She's just so pretty. Oh, and she seems like so much fun. Yeah. She has so much personality. Let's also give a shout. Okay. I'll do the synopsis of it. Okay. Um, there is an organization that is dedicated to bringing joy to one stupid motherfucker every year <laughs> that makes people miserable. It's a year-long commitment to turn a piece of shit good, ladies and gentlemen. It takes a team of crack, crack ghosts. They're all ghosts, they're all dead, but they're all dedicated to making mean bitches smile and to help make the world smile. Will Farrell, who is secreted secretively, will will should we reveal this later? We'll, in the we'll reveal it later. He's he's got a history to him. He's currently the ghost of Christmas Present. He's starting to get a little jaded by the people that they're saving. They don't seem to be uh, making as much of a difference as he hoped. Mussolini mm-hmm. happened. Hitler happened. Everything. Japan happened. went nuts. Yeah. The U.S. is pretty sus. Very sus, too. too. The most sus, honestly. What did we change? What did these ghosts change? Nothing. That's according to Ghost of Christmas Present in his deepest, darkest fears. Yes. Along comes this beautiful, sexy, piece-of-shit PR guy who basically controls all the continental U.S. (laughs) through through Social social media. He's really good at canceling people, but he never gets canceled himself. Um Will Will Farrell and all of his best Christmas buds be able to redeem this piece of shit and make the world smile? Who knows? Who knows? Also, it's like Christmas Carol. It is just like Christmas Carol. <laughs> with some fun twists. With some fun twists to it, I think. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's also a musical. It is. This whole thing is a musical. And the music's pretty good. Paskin Paul did the shit. Uh, they did yeah. the soundtrack. They did. Uh, the dancers in this... Are killer killing it they're so good i really like how they shot all the dancing mm-hmm. you can actually see what people are doing yeah uh it's nice they have a lot of a lot of like long takes a lot of zoomed out takes where you see like the whole group of like 40 people just like throwing it down like intense tap dancing too, all the dancing's pretty good too it, yeah. even the main folks are good like ryan reynolds will ferrell sunita mani in the last song is fucking eating it dude eating she's it. so good she's so good ah. yeah <laughs> Super good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we watched this movie yesterday. Yes. And we watched Spider-Man, what, like four days ago? Yes. So this movie is probably a little bit more in our heads than Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, had, I I watched this movie last year for the first It came out last year. Um, and then Jack and Luke watched it yesterday with me for the first time. Um How do you how do you feel about it? What are, or, uh, what, what are some of your favorite aspects of this movie? It's just super fun. Yeah. I think the special effects in it are really good, yeah. in my opinion. Like, when they, like, send, when they send, like, Ryan Reynolds' character, like, back to 
like not dreamland back to bed that shit, back to bed <laughs> is really cool yeah um yeah the effects really good the music's great the dancing's wonderful the script is like a little like okay like they kind of race to the conclusion in the end there you know and a lot of stuff is repetitive you get a lot of repetitive stuff yeah uh-huh yeah. um which works in a way but like at, at some point you just kind of know how everyone is going to react to everything mm-hmm. like ryan reynolds being like Mm-mm, this is about you will ferrell yeah you know but what about a, you yeah every like every couple scenes that happens yeah um, and then will ferrell's like it's not about me this is about you no it's about you it's about us oh yeah so um what okay tell me about the songs tell me about your favorite songs because i have like two i don't know if i can like probably the last song i really liked i like the first song too i like the ryan reynolds christmas tree song when he's like when you meet him for the first time and he's at the christmas oh tree that one is good that yeah. one's really really fun yeah um, yeah, so he, like, goes to, like, the National Tree Grower Association. Yeah, which is real. No, it's not. Really? My parents literally, every year... They go, go to, to this the, convention? They go to the Michigan Christmas Tree Association. What? Yeah. I feel like they all just have, like, no, connected real. wires with, they like, go, buttons in the basement, and they can just always talk to each other, no, they, they go, do. They go, like, every every year to the Whoa. Michigan Christmas Tree Association and they talk about different growing strategies. No way. And like how other people's farms are doing and like how much people are charging for trees. Wow. And they like connect landscapers with farmers and farmers with other farmers and Wow. Oh yeah, it's real. That's really cool. Yeah. I love the act. They get they get an annual they they get a uh, uh, like a bi-monthly magazine from the National like tree growers association. Can you have your parents send one? Maybe yeah, maybe that's what we should get. I should get you for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool actually. How wild. I know. Um Anyway, it's real. yeah. So so th- this movie Not to that extent, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but the it, the movie's really cool cuz Will Ferrell basically is like this guy has so much reach because he does stuff for like the NFL and Disney and things and like creates diversity, right? Or adversity. What are we, adversity. What am I, what am you, I looking, looking for? Something bad. Yeah. You trying to say something about diversity, bud? No. Huh? Shut up. You know what I'm trying adversity. to say. Adversity creates adversity, <laughs> um, like for a living. So he thinks that he can reach like a lot, a lot of people. We gotta stop they... this guy from promoting diversity. <laughs> 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 a lot of the go, mostly go star white. No. Oh, actually, no. They have a very diverse group. Yeah, Tracy Morgan is the black skeleton. I guess. I guess it's just Will and Will and uh, fucking. Uh, Marley. Patrick Page, yeah. The guys in charge are white. That is true. That is true. They respect them the most. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of fucked. But they've been around the longest. They are technically the two that probably started it. Yeah, that's true. No, they started it. No, they didn't start it. No, Marley would have. Marley would have started it. Marley probably didn't start it either. No? No. But Marley's been around the longest, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's kind of interesting how they kind of pave it, like... There is, like, this whole, like, ghost situation, but they, like, do research and basically put on a whole theatrical thing and the way that they're, like... It's like a planned show. Like, it's a whole year planned show, and it just goes to shit immediately. Like, Patrick Page gives up, give like, gives up immediately. He's like, this guy's not. He's unredeemable. There's no point. Yeah. And he just, like, leaves but in the middle of the song. But it also kind of feels planned, too. Like Will, in a way. Will Fair, like, Ghost of Christmas Present is, like, still kind of, like... Oh, but we can do this and this and this. Yeah, like he has his own plan. Going yeah, he on. goes like he goes off off the rails, but it's but like, like on he, like, purpose. Think, yeah, it's on yeah. purpose. 
Um, but everyone, like, he fucks, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds fucks the ghost of Christmas past almost immediately. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm done. I'm not working. Did he, <laughs> did he say anything about me? Yeah. What does his hair smell like? <laughs> well, they said cotton Bitch, candy. Bitch, you don't remember? <laughs> you were right there. Come on. You were in his childhood bedroom? <laughs> Weird. Um, but yeah, it flies off the rail. And But you know what? I, I, I do like this movie a lot, too, though, because there are some, like, remarkably serious moments. Mm-hmm. That like kind of hit. They like kind of hit. Oh, for hit. sure, like yeah. the the Ryan Reynolds shit. Yeah, yeah. They, the, you know what? What one song like they just do too long mm. is the uh, Good Afternoon one. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I get that's supposed to be like the mood booster for like yeah. the middle of the movie, just to like be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we're still having fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where it's like, oh by the way, like this is this movie's also for children. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much of like a kid like a kid song. I it think. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, it's so interesting, like, this movie definitely didn't have, like, a, it didn't feel like a geared audience, like, it didn't feel like a kid movie. He has sex with the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. Like, suck my dickens is also a thing, but then you have, like, the real kitschy kid songs. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? Mm. <laughs> Fascinating. It's fun. It is really fun. Um, but, like, the moments that hit, like, his sister dying and trying to be, like, you need to take after this kid. Yeah, one of the big things in this is that he is helping, Ryan Reynolds' character is helping his niece run for student council. By Against ex- this other kid. By exposing this other kid as a homeless hater, yeah. <laughs> basically. Because he works at a soup kitchen, and when he was in sixth grade one time, he posted and then deleted something where, like, ew, serving food to the poor. Yeah. Or something like that. And he's like, the second he posts this, or the second he posts something good about him, you know, working there, you're going to post this video that me and Octavia Spencer found. Yeah. Um, and she feels really guilty. Octavia Spencer feels really guilty about finding this video at all. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, I'm doing, like, uh, I'm doing research on a child. Yeah. No. And the kid, like... Like, it, opposition research yeah, on a child. Yeah. But they go into, like, you know, the, the ghost of... Uh, what is yet to come and find out that this kid killed himself over the hate that he got. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was like, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, right? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, yeah, but the kid kills himself. It's like really, really sad. Um, yeah. I, the, the one thing that this movie does really, really well is that Will Ferrell's character is all about this, like, you know, I, I don't know if I'm unredeemable, but. I believe that, you know... That's you can... also a huge thing. Like, the reason that they... That Will Ferrell really wants to to um, do the haunt on Ryan Reynolds' character because he, feel like he, he feels like he could make a big difference. But in their research on him, the, like, the organization figures out... that They, like, analytics say that he is unredeemable. Yeah. Like, there's no way that he can do it. Yeah. Even though it's been done once before. Been one time before one time before um you can you can give it if you want to give it the big twist for this movie ready you guys it happens like halfway through the movie all right the ghost of christmas present aka will ferrell is actually aka scrooge ebenezer ebenezer scrooge who was labeled unredeemable he was the first unredeemable but jacob marley was like we can redeem him. And then, for some reason, Jacob Marley's the one person who's like, we can't do it, Ebenezer. <laughs> it can't be it done. It can't be done. You're wasting your time. Yeah. Also, the I, I, as 
as like the movie progresses or maybe i just noticed this like all of the people that work for this like make people smile program uh they start to look more and more like wizards from harry potter yeah (laughs) (laughs) the whole like big will ferrell ballad they feel like dumbledore's army they have flashlights yeah (laughs) both their hands yeah it's super funny yeah um but anyway as i was saying the, the thing i really do like about this movie is like especially toward the end will ferrell goes back to to earth he retires um and like because his time as christmas present with ryan reynolds is over and he goes back to earth and he's like waiting for ryan reynolds to go through his like trial with the ghost of christmas future or whatever and like he comes back and he's like so like what happened he's like pretty much like like yeah like i'll remember this and feel guilty for a couple days but i'm still gonna go to work on monday He's like, this is my job. This is my livelihood. He's like, I will. Like, he's like, you did a good job. And like, you're my friend now. But I I have to keep doing what I do. And like, as a movie watcher, you're like, why? Like, this is the, what is the point of this? Yeah. And then you have like, like the, the last song of the show, basically, which is like, you can't be the best in like one moment. But like that, that, that's that whole song. You'll never always be the best. Yeah. yeah, he's like he got to do try. something good every day, one step at a time. Yeah, yeah, one step with me and Luke have a musical that <laughs> <laughs> we're making up. It's very goofy. Every time we go on a walk, we sing our our titular song, <laughs> one step at a time. So. We're trying to talk to uh, Dwight about being the uh, the evil witch of the forest. You know, the fairy wizard. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah, now is not the, the time. Yeah, the... we know this is a long podcast. Um. Yeah, but I, I I love that it's really like you do one good thing a day. That's all that matters. It's like you can't be good all the time. Mm-hmm. That's just not how life works. We can't be perfect all the time. Yeah, yeah. You can't be. I mean, you can't be good all the time either. That's fair. You know. Yeah. So, I I just love where this movie's kind of coming from. I appreciate it, and I think the music's really fun. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. It's a good one. We just added this just because we feel bad about, or I, I personally was like, we should add this extra movie that we watch just because feel bad about. Yeah, we're not working hard, a guys. Podcast. We're working hard on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is a three movie review. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I will be putting Nightmare on Elm Street as the, as the as the top <laughs> <laughs> top billing the top billing on the on the episode. So, yeah, you're welcome. You'll get about that. You want to rank it? Yeah. What do you do? You want to go first, or I'll go first? I'm gonna give it an eight point seven. That's pretty high. It's fun. It's a fun movie. 8.7 is probably too high, but I just decided to go with it. That's right. It's just a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good time. It's like one of those movies where like you can also just like talk during it. Yeah. And you like don't miss a ton. No. You know? It's a good Christmas movie. It is a good Christmas movie. Like especially movie. in terms of like newer like I can't think of like a lot of like newer Christmas movies that are like good. That like take the effort. Like and the, the like like do have the capacity to like hit you. Like my two favorite, like, like yeah. Modern, tell me, tell me about my, your my two favorite yeah. modern Christmas movies now are probably this and a movie called Klaus, which we should totally do Klaus for the podcast. I've never seen Klaus, and you I know would, you've talked. About I it. the first time I watched Klaus, I cried three times. <laughs> Love Klaus. We'll watch Klaus. Yeah. Um, also, uh, J.K. Simmons is in that too. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember just last year when this movie came out, they were they did. Remember the Santa Claus? Yes. They have a new show on Disney Plus. They started last year. Yeah. Last year was also the sequel to A Christmas Story. 
and like two years it was a remake of the grinch and it's just nice to have something and i get this is still like a like a christmas carol spinoff but yeah like it really is its own thing and i really yeah, do like that they definitely had it like they definitely use their imaginations for it yes. you know what i mean yeah it's not a, a copy paste kind of thing yeah i will say now this is in my top five christmas movies oh what's yeah, your like, top five um, my number one, I think, will always be The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. It just has so much style. It's so fun. I love it so much. Elf is up there. I'm really not a big fan of The Christmas Story. Would you consider Home Alone to be yes. a Christmas movie? Yeah. But th- I, that's like on the verge of going into those movies like Die Hard and shit where they're Christmas movies kind of oh, too. Okay. But I do like Home Alone a lot. Home yeah. Alone is up there. Honestly, the second Home Alone is up there. I mm-hmm. like the second one more than the first one. And I just had another one. Everyone loves Elf. I don't think it's for me. Like, I, I don't say, I don't mean it's not for me. It's just not my top five. Um, and I like uh, uh, A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey, that one, too. Mm. Uh, I think that's that's five, right? Nice. Four, something like that. Nice. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this an 8.4. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. It's good. For the holiday season, fantastic. Yeah. It's like a roast beast. Yeah. That's going to be my I'm going to give store. it who hash. Who hash. Yeah. What's that? It's That's like who hash. It's I think it's whatever you want it to I be. like it. I dig it. Um so yeah. It's it makes me think of like pastrami hash. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what it feels like. It should. Yeah, I think that like it's like it's like corned beef hash, but Corned beef hash. That's what I was going for. Yes. Yeah, yeah corned yeah. beef hash. Uh so yeah. I think we'll settle with that for now. We know this is a long episode. It's but. very long. I'm going to take a nap after this one. <laughs> I pretty much have to go straight to work now. <laughs> um, but that's okay. We had a good time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back if you listen yes, to this episode. thank you guys. Um, I'm not even going to pretend to know which episode this is. 34, 33, something like that. Whatever. All good stuff. We appreciate you listening. Um, you can still check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bucket Abuse Show. Uh, make sure to check us out on Patreon.com slash Bucket Abuse Show. I don't have the list in front of me, but you guys know we love you very much. Yes, thank and you And we are to going to patrons. make content at some point, we promise. Yes. But it's nice to have that support. It still helps us make episodes. It still helps us uh, keep engaged with you guys, even if you don't realize it. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Um, anything else? We love you. My name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hudson. Hit him with the outro, baby. Ooh. Ending of the pod. He's a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> Beef. Bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the bucket. Bottom of the bucket. Yeah. Beef. Seasoned to perfection. Divine. Too wet. Beef. It's a masterpiece, baby. <laughs> Beef.